Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot at what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about inflation and the hidden tax that can impact investors. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that we don't adhere to the typical mainstream media definition of inflation. The correct core definition of inflation is the inflation of the money supply. All that extra currency in circulation has the effect of pushing up prices as businesses and individuals bid up the price of goods and services. Inflation is often compared with a hidden tax. Governments prefer this hidden tax because when you go to the grocery store and pay $6 for a head of lettuce, most people blame the grocery store and not the government for the high price of lettuce. It's politically more palatable. After all, if the government wrote you a check, you'd probably celebrate rather than criticize the government for printing more money. But apart from the hidden tax, there's a very real tax. And the real tax is the capital gains tax on the sale of assets. When the value of your property goes up because of inflation, and you're subsequently taxed on the capital gain, it's almost a double taxation of sorts happening. Discussion of investment returns cannot be complete unless you take the tax consequence into account. Now, recent moves in the U.S. to increase the capital gains tax rate are further compounding the problem. If you buy gold and the value of the dollar falls due to inflation, you're going to be taxed on the gain when you sell your gold because it appears as your gold went up in value. It didn't really. It was really the dollar going down in value. If you buy real estate and the price of real estate goes up as a result of the fall in the value of the dollar, you're going to be taxed on the gain when you sell your property. When you buy shares in a company and those shares go up in price as a result of the devaluation of the dollar, you'll be taxed on the gain when you sell those shares. You get the idea. So how do you protect yourself in an environment where everywhere you turn seems to result in taxation because of the falling dollar? So far, the act of borrowing money is not a taxable event. Now let's be clear, I'm not an accountant and I'm not a tax professional. The purpose of this discussion is not to provide you with tax advice you need to discuss your own situation with your own licensed tax professionals. But let's say your income-producing real estate assets have gone up in value. The most likely way for that to happen in an inflationary environment is that the rents went up in price. So let's say the property you bought for $100,000 a bunch of years ago is now appraising for a million dollars. If you were to sell that property, you'd be taxed on the gain of $900,000. But if instead you were to borrow money from a bank using the additional $900,000 as collateral for the loan, and then you went and purchased another income-producing asset with the loan proceeds, you would not be taxed on the borrowed funds. Of course, you need to be sure the new property is going to produce enough free cash flow to more than cover the cost of the additional debt. But in the world of inflation, the rules of the game are different. The analogy I like to use is to compare driving a car on a solid surface with sailing a boat on the ocean where current is continually pushing you off course. If your car is headed north, you can be pretty sure it's going to remain going north to its destination. But in a boat or an aircraft where the cumulative effects of wind and current can push you far off course, it's different. Inflation is that current pushing you off course. When you're in the current, you don't perceive the current. It's only after a period of time when you observe against a fixed point of reference that you can see how far off course you've been pushed. The name of the game is to keep your asset growth happening in that tax-sheltered environment for as long as possible. Now, there's no doubt at some point the tax will be due. If nothing else, the tax code in the U.S. is being changed so that when someone dies, there's a deemed disposition as if you had sold the asset. This brings the U.S. in line with Canada and many other countries in the world. Now, some people think of it as an inheritance tax. Yes, there's a portion that's tax-exempt and all the rest. 
there are other various methods like trust that might be able to get you a further tax deferral. Now, inflation has been making headlines for a number of months as the rate of money printing has accelerated during the pandemic. But remember, we've been in an inflationary environment for the past 100 years. When the rate of inflation was low for a period of time, many investors largely ignored it in their analysis and in their strategy. We as humans are good at thinking linearly. When the compass is pointing north, we're accustomed to going north. Most people are not in the habit of making continuous course corrections for the drift that's pushing you off target. So as you look at your strategies, ask yourself the simple question, does your financial model even take inflation into account? And if it doesn't, the question is why not? And when I ask many investors that simple question, the answer I often get is, well, it's kind of difficult to model. Well, that may be true, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. As you think about that, make sure that inflation is a core part of your investment strategy because it's here to stay. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>